From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Mike De Niro. Before we get into the show, I want to thank all our fans from all over the world. Thank you for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I know you're noticing that we're starting this podcast off a little late in the day. You know, at this time, Monday Night Raw's hour, and, you know, we, we should be dropping these episodes in the morning. But we had some technical difficulties, so thank you so much for staying patient with us. I took my ass to Best Buy, got a new laptop, got a new microphone. We're not going to be having no more technical difficulties going forward here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. We are sounding nice and crispy, baby. We are going to have one hell of a show. I hope everyone had a great weekend. It was a weekend of hardcore violence. We're going to talk all about GCW's homecoming and the shocking finish to Nick Gage and Matt Cardona. We're also going to be talking about our dream matches for CM Punk and Daniel Bryan in AEW. I will be bringing to you the WrestleMania 12 review from the fight for Monday night. And of course, we'll be having the news and notes from around the wrestling world. If you don't already, follow the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod, on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod, and on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Thank you so much for all the fans who are downloading this podcast, supporting the podcast, and riding with the Wrestling DeLorean. I'm talking about the fans from all over the world, from Mexico, Canada, Japan, the UK, Taiwan, India, Indonesia, fucking, yo, all over the world. If you... If you are from that country and you rock with the Wrestling Delorean Podcast, I am talking to you. Thank you so much for all the support. We appreciate it. Without further ado, let's get into this Super Stack show because there is a whole lot to talk about right now. Welcome, everybody. Now, usually I thank you for letting me into your morning routine. But unfortunately, there's no morning routine when it's 8 o'clock at night. There has been a lot of technical issues with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast lately, and I apologize, but thank you so much for the patience. The fucked up mic is gone. The fucked up laptop is gone. We are going to do shit the right way. I got some new equipment, and it's sounding nice in here. So we are going to start this episode just like we start every episode. We are going to start with the news and notes around the wrestling world, and there is... A shitload of news and notes, so let's get right into it because all this, you know, we usually have the notes from the weekend, but we have some notes also from Monday since, you know, it is later in the day. So let's talk about it right now. One, Kira Hogan is no longer in Impact Wrestling. She has been, her contract is expired. She has been one of the real standout knockouts for a long time, and she's definitely been one of the standout knockouts in the tag team division for the knockouts. 
I like Kira Hogan, and wherever she goes, she's going to be a superstar because she has all the makings of a star. She's a great wrestler. She has a great look. She has a good personality. She's fun to work with. She's fun to watch. So, Kira Hogan, anywhere she goes, I think she's going to add to that division. I am a fan of hers, and I really hope that, you know, all the best of luck for her in the future. Speaking of women's wrestling, though, the WWE is planning on holding a Queen of the Ring tournament. A first of its kind. The WWE is a landmark event. The King of the Ring has been a staple in the WWE history. So many greats have won the King of the Ring, from Bret Hart to Stone Cold Steve Austin to Owen Hart to Brock Lesnar to Kurt Angle. We have had amazing, amazing King of the Ring tournaments throughout the years, and it's one of the tournaments in my childhood that I always looked forward to when I was younger. Was a huge fan of the King of the Ring. This time they're going to switch it up a little bit. There's enough female talent in there to do a huge tournament. So they're going to finally do the Queen of the Ring tournament. It is about goddamn time. Really cool to see that. The Rock... Well, this is funny because... I had down for my Monday notes that The Rock's planning on returning at Survivor Series. But now, later on in the day here, I got a new development to the story. The Rock says that there is nothing to the rumors that he is returning to the WWE... At Survivor Series. So, whether this is mind games to throw people off or not, it looks like The Rock is not going to be a part of the WWE anytime soon. So, everybody who's expecting a WrestleMania dream match between Roman Reigns and The Rock, if The Rock is telling the truth and there's nothing to the rumor, you might have to wait a little bit longer because that ain't going to happen anytime soon. Something that is happening, though, is Thunder Rosa has officially signed to All Elite Wrestling. She is now part of AEW, which is really awesome to see because it looked like there's some start-stop pushing with Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa won that amazing unsanctioned street fight between her and Britt Baker. And then she seemed to disappear for a little bit, seen on Dark, seen on Dark Elevation. And Britt Baker went on to become the WWE, I'm not Jim Ross, I'm sorry, the AEW Women's Champion, while Thunder Rosa started to fizzle out. It was because she was still under contract with the NWA, but no longer. She is no longer under contract with the NWA, and she is officially signed full-time with AEW. That's huge news for the AEW Women's Division. It was also announced that Emi Sakura is moving to, to the United States, and she will be a part of the Women's Division. The AEW Women's Division is growing week by week, and is definitely becoming a top-tier division. If they do pick up more... uh more standouts in the free agent market, such as a Tessa Blanchard and a Ruby Riot. I really think that this division could definitely take it to the next level and definitely be all elite. Speaking of all elite wrestling, last week's Dynamite drew a whopping 1.148 million viewers for AEW Fighter Fest Night 2. What a show that was. Big numbers for AEW. And with all the news and notes for AEW, all the rumors, all the speculation of who's coming, who's not coming, I could only see that number going up from here. AEW has been on a roll. They've been on a tear. And it's been so hard to deny the fact that AEW is the most fun watch to watch. Ah, the most fun wrestling company to watch. I'm so sorry for the day. I'm tired as fuck. A lot of busyness today. But AEW is so fun to watch. And it seems like it's going to, going to get better from here. So I can only see this number going up from here, which is great news. TNT should be very, very happy with AEW success so far. It has been reported that Jeff Hardy has been officially diagnosed with COVID-19. He's tested positive. I hope Jeff Hardy has a speedy recovery. Best of luck. I hope that he gets better soon. 
There was supposed to be a rematch on tonight's Raw between Jeff Hardy and Karrion Cross. That is not happening right now due to the fact that Jeff Hardy has tested positive for COVID-19. Like I said, we at the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast wish you a speedy recovery, Jeff Hardy. Hope to see you back on TV very soon. Chris Bay is officially a part of the Bullet Club. Chris Bay from Impact Wrestling has accepted the offer from Jay White. And we have a new Bullet Club member. Jay White in the Bullet Club. He is the leader. He's the one who recruits. And it looks like he's forming a little army of Bullet Club members in the United States. To go against the elites, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers in Impact Wrestling. That should be very interesting. I am really excited to see that. This past Saturday, we also had MLW's Battle Riot. The Battle Riot was a great event that streamed live on uh, BN Sports. We had the debut of the new LAX, Slice Boogie and Danny Limelight, along with Julius Smokes and the originator, Conan. We have a lot of news in regards to LAX coming in the future here, the very near future, because on Wednesday, you're hearing it here first, a big announcement. We have a very special interview with one of the OGs of LAX. We have a very special interview with none other than the Notorious 187 Homicide. So that should be very, very cool. But MLW has this new LAX. We talk all about that with Homicide. It's going to be really cool, very interesting stuff that he says. You don't want to miss that this Wednesday. But... MLW, really good event here. We also had the new figurehead, the new matchmaker announced. It is none other than the former Dario Quetzer, now going by Cesar Duran. He is going to bring a lot of extreme Lucha style to MLW. If you remember Lucha Underground, he was a cutthroat leader who led by the blood and the sword. So I'm really excited to see what Dario Cueto, a.k.a. Cesar Duran, has in store for MLW. And, of course, we can't talk about the Battle Riot without the Battle Riot winner. The 40-man over-the-top row Battle Royal was won, and we have a new cont- number one contender. It is won by none other than the one, the only, Alexander Hammerstone. And we are officially getting the title-for-title title dream match. It will be Alexander Hammerstone versus Jacob Fatu for... The MLW World Heavyweight Champion. And that should be a phenomenal, phenomenal matchup. Speaking of stuff that went down this Saturday. We cannot skip over the fact that GCW Homecoming was a hell of a freaking event. Two events, actually. And as much as we ride with MDK. As much as we love Nick fucking Gage on this show. We have a new GCW Champion. The Impossible Happened. Matt Cardona Won that title. He was carved the fuck up. Just like Nick Gage promised. But in the end he prevails. With the help of 440H. And Ricky Shane Page. You got a new GCW champion. The crowd littered that freaking building. With trash and threw bottles at the ring. And outrage against Matt Cardona winning the title. But nonetheless... Mad or not, you still have a new GCW champion. I know there's a lot of controversy right now. Uh, Dave Meltzer was talking about how they shouldn't have thrown shit into the ring, blah, 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 blah. You know what, Dave Meltzer? Whatever. When we come back, we'll be talking about AEW's possible two newest acquisitions, two of the biggest acquisitions in AEW history. CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, a.k.a. the American Dragon Bryan Danielson. And I will give you what my dream matches are for both these men. So, we'll be right back. 
Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics? Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome back to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. If you haven't been living under a rock, then you know that the rumors making its way all over the wrestling world is that Daniel Bryan and CM Punk are both AEW bound. Many even believe in that CM Punk and Daniel Bryan is officially 100% signed to AEW. We're going to be talking all about that in the future weeks, obviously, because that's probably going to be a lot more as that story develops, but... Right now, hypothetically, if this is indeed a fact, we're going to be talking about our dream matches for both Daniel Bryan and CM Punk in the world of AEW. I think that there's a lot of very interesting matches to talk about here, so we're going to go get into all that right now. So let's start off with Daniel Bryan. It is believed that it's 100% certain that Daniel Bryan, aka Bryan Danielson, which, by the way, he will be going back to Brian Danielson, the American Dragon. That'll be his name. He is officially signed with All Elite Wrestling. Now, a lot of people are questioning why, and it's it's quite simple. Daniel Bryan does not want to be tied down to one company. He's been making it very, very obvious and very, very clear for the last number of years that he would love to wrestle in Japan. He would love to wrestle on the indies, and he would love to be non-exclusive to a company. So, I think that what better place than AEW? Because AEW shows that they have that freedom to work with other companies. They have that freedom to have their wrestlers on New Japan Pro Wrestling Television. And that's everything that Daniel Bryan wants in this stage of his career. It's an easier schedule than the WWE. He gets what he wants by going to other places and working in Japan. And he will have a shitload of new matchups for him in AEW. If you think about it, whatever he does in the WWE... At this moment, it's going to be stuff that he's probably already done before. There's not many new wrestlers for him to wrestle. He's won every title in the WWE. So what's new for him in the WWE? Not a goddamn thing. So, with that being said, Daniel Bryan, he's, he's going to have a bunch of fresh matchups in the WWE. I mean, in AEW. One that I think right off the bat, 
the obvious one, the one that everyone wants to see. Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega. That would be a phenomenal matchup. They, of course, wrestled many times before in PWG and in Ring of Honor. But with a new, polished Kenny Omega, a man who has officially grown into his own. The Kenny Omega that fought Daniel Bryan back in the day is not the best bout machine. He was a great wrestler with a great future. He's developed into the best bout machine. Brian Danielson back in the day was amazing. Some even considered him the best in the world. But he's even better than that now. Because he has a lot more seasoning on him. He has a lot more experience on him. And he wrestled and became one of the biggest stars in professional wrestling. So, him versus Kenny Omega in 2021 is a main event anywhere in the world. They could have... A freaking phenomenal feud. I think that they would have an amazing matchup. Amazing matchups. I don't think it's going to be a one-off. And we could see, you know, some five-star classics for sure between Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson in AEW. I would love to see Brian Danielson also work with the likes of people like a Jungle Boy, a Darby Allin. Even show his comedy side with somebody like Orange Cassidy. Brian Danielson showed in not only Ring of Honor, but in the WWE with Team Hell No and with Kane and with other aspects. He cannot only be one of the most serious wrestlers in the world. He cannot be just one of the most sympathetic wrestlers in the world, but he also could be a comedy wrestler. He also works well in a comedy setting. Him versus Orange Cassidy would be a freaking comedy classic in my opinion. In other hands, him versus Jungle Boy could be the matchup that Jungle Boy needs to take it to the next level. I really think that at this stage of Daniel Bryan's career, in a new company, not only will he be getting a lot of shine, but he will be giving a lot of shine to the young upstart talents in AEW. And I really think that him versus a guy like Jungle Boy or a Orange Cassidy would take those guys to the next level. Mind you, he will also probably be going to Japan. Like I said, I'm not going to get too far into... The dream matches of him in New Japan. But just imagine a Daniel Bryan versus Kazuchika Okada dream match in Japan. Just imagine Daniel Bryan in the G1. Like the, the possibilities are endless here. I would love to see Daniel Bryan versus MJF. That would be a really good matchup in itself. But my main matchup that I think that Daniel Bryan would have a phenomenal matchup, a career matchup in AEW, will be Daniel Bryan versus Pac. A matchup that I know probably happened in Pac's early days, but just imagine Daniel Bryan versus Pac in this day and age. It would be absolutely incredible. But Daniel Bryan's not the only guy coming to AEW. I have to stop calling him Daniel Bryan. And start calling him Bryan Danielson. We're also on the verge of the wrestling return of the best in the world. The savior. The voice of the voiceless. CM Punk. Now, who would I love to see CM Punk wrestle in AEW? Once again, him versus Kenny Omega would be fucking amazing. But I think with the, you know, 
punk rock style, the straight edge style of CM Punk. Him versus Darby Allen would be great, but I would also like to see him and Darby Allen in a team. Darby Allen, a punk rock kid himself. Darby Allen, a straight edge man himself. Definitely fits the mold of what CM Punk preaches and would be an amazing student mentor. I think maybe even better than CM Punk. I mean, better than Darby Allen and Sting. That's how much I have invested in this. I think a CM Punk versus a Pentagon Jr. match would be extremely incredible. I think a CM Punk versus a MJF match where they both jack at the jaws on the mic and they get in each other's face, I think that would be incredible. A CM Punk match versus Chris Jericho would be incredible. But the two matches that I would love to see in AEW, well, for CM Punk, even though these are not only the matches I want to see, but two matches that I would love to see is a feud that's reality-based. Now, look, we talked to Vince Russo last week. We talked about how reality-based wrestling is what would draw more eyes. And to an extent, I agree. I don't think that you should run everyone's dirty laundry on television just to build a TV show. But to an extent, I agree that the more reality in your show, the more realistic it makes it, the more you want to see it. And something that would be extremely realistic to talk about was the lawsuit and the best friends, now bitter enemies, CM Punk and Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana of the Dark Order and CM Punk have a long, long storied career together. A long, long storied story. They had a long storied story. That sounded stupid. But anyway, you understand what I'm saying. A friendship that ended in turmoil after CM Punk left the WWE. Lawsuits, money being taken, money being distributed. Very crazy stuff. Basically... Best friends, now bitter enemies in AEW, I think it writes itself. Also, when this man was brought to NXT, everyone said he was the next CM Punk, and that was Aleister Black. I think if you have Malachi Black versus CM Punk, you have a classic on your hands. I think that would be an amazing matchup. Also, CM Punk versus Cody Rhodes would be an amazing matchup. Along with Daniel Bryan versus Cody Rhodes. But something that a lot of people aren't talking about. I would love to see a CM Punk versus Bryan Danielson match in 2021. I would even love to see CM Punk work some indie shows. I don't think he will. But he has all the freedom to do everything he wants. Now it's being said that both CM Punk and Bryan Danielson will have some creative input into their storylines and characters. Which means that their storylines and characters will be... A part of them. They won't be thrown into nothing that they don't want to do. Nothing that they feel strongly against. This is not the WWE. So you already know that everything they do, they will be believing in it 100%. So if CM Punk and Brian Danielson are indeed coming to All Elite Wrestling, the possibility for matches are endless, and I am extremely, extremely, extremely excited to see what's to come for AEW, for CM Punk, for Brian Danielson. There's a lot more matches, I'm sure. If you could think of any matches that I did not mention already, feel free to let me know on Instagram at WrestlingDeloreanPod, on Twitter at W underscore DeloreanPod, 
and on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod, even on YouTube at the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. When we come back, we will be talking all about WrestleMania 12. It is Monday, whether it's late in Monday or early Monday. Monday can only mean one thing, the fight for Monday night. WCW versus WWF Raw, the Monday Night Wars, have led us to WrestleMania 12, the biggest show up to date for the WWF. And we're going to be talking all about that when we come back, so stay tuned. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We just just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the fight for Monday night. Mondays can only mean one thing here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. We go back in time and relive the war. We talk about every episode of Raw vs. Nitro during the Monday Night Wars, along with every single pay-per-view. What pay-per-view better to talk about than WrestleMania, the granddaddy of them all, the showcase of the immortals. Here on the 12th edition of WrestleMania, the 12th anniversary, we have a Stack Stack show, and we're going to be talking all about that right now. So, we're here. We finally made it here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast to WrestleMania 12, and the historic show, a show that had one hell of a main event, an historic main event, some consider it one of the greatest WrestleMania main events of all time. We're going to be talking everything WrestleMania 12 right now. The very first matchup of this show was the Body Donnas versus the Godwins in the finals for the vacant WWF Tag Team Champions. This match ends with the Body Donnas picking up the victory. Skip and Zip, aka Chris Candido and Zip. <laughs> now it was, I believe, Dr. Tom Pritchard. They are now the Tag Team Champions. 
along with Sonny, of course. Next matchup, we have the matchup between Camp Cornette and the three-man Wrecking Crew. And if the three-man Wrecking Crew beat Camp Cornette, then they will get the prize of Yokozuna getting five minutes alone with Jim Cornette. It was British Bulldog, Owen Hart, and Big Van Vader versus Ahmed Johnson, Jake the Snake Roberts, and Yokozuna. And unfortunately, Yokozuna does not get five minutes with Jim Cornette because Camp Cornette picks up the victory. British Bulldog, Owen Hart, and Big Van Vader are your winners in this matchup. Next, we got the Hollywood Backlot Brawl. It is Roddy Piper versus Goldust. This was one insane freaking matchup. We had car chases. We had people getting ran over by cars. We have just insane hardcore action way ahead of its time here. Roddy Piper picks up the victory. He defeats Goldust in what is one of his last WWF matches for a long, 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 long time. Because soon he will be going to the WCW. But he picks up the victory here in Goldust. This one got a lot of time, almost 20 minutes long. Really good matchup. If you don't watch anything else, go out of your way to see the Backlot Brawl. It is a historic match. Next, we got the WrestleMania debut of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He goes against Savio Vega. If you remember on a recent episode of Raw, Savio Vega and Stone Cold Steve Austin got into some shit. They were fighting. They got into a DQ and they continued to brawl afterwards. This is the rubber match. Stone Cold Steve Austin wins his WrestleMania debut with the Stone Cold Stunner over Savio Vega here. This was a 10-minute match. Good matchup here. Next, we got the return of the Ultimate Warrior who defeats Triple H. In one minute, after Triple H hits him with a pedigree and Ultimate Warrior no-sells. This was just disgusting here. Ultimate Warrior no-sells Triple H. Pedigree gets up and defeats Triple H. I was not with this. This was whatever. Uh, Ultimate Warrior ain't doing it for me here at this time. And to bury a guy like Triple H like that was really just disgusting. Next, we got another match that got a lot of time. We got The Undertaker versus Diesel. This was the Eve of Destruction for Diesel. This was a great matchup. There was many points of this matchup where it looked like Diesel was indeed going to pick up the victory here. Hitting Undertaker with the jackknife powerbomb twice. Undertaker was fighting from behind. He was the underdog, which you don't see often. Undertaker usually oversizes and over, and is very tall compared to his uh, opponents. Outsizes his opponents. That's what I'd want to say. I sound so stupid right now. But not in this case, Diesel, who got a couple inches on The Undertaker, took the fight to Undertaker. But in the end, The Undertaker does prevail, and he beats Diesel with the Tombstone Piledriver. 16 minutes, 46 seconds, Undertaker beats Diesel. And in the main event, we got the 60-minute Iron Man match, Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. This was a really long but phenomenal matchup. Not their best matchup, but really long. Um, I don't think that they did the Iron Man match right here just for the fact that literally no one got a fall. This being the first matchup of its kind, you would expect a fall, at least one fall each, just to show how different this is to anything else. But instead, this looked like it was just an hour Broadway with no falls, and Shawn Michaels does indeed pick up the victory in the sudden death overtime against Bret Hart. The boy who dreamed come true, Shawn Michaels is the new WWF champion, Good matchup, not the great matchup that people make it out to be. It was a great matchup, actually, but not the five-star classic that people make it out to be. I definitely think that they should have did the match a little differently. Being that this was the very first Iron Man match, they should have showed the dimensions of how this match is different than other matches by having a display on the match. I don't know. It just... I don't know. It just... Eh, it, 
it just seemed like a regular a regular one hour matchup and didn't really need the Iron Man rules in this matchup. But anyway, Shawn Michaels is the champion. This starts a really good run of him as the World Heavyweight Champion. So I'm excited to see where this goes and have it all replay now. This was a good match. Uh, this was a good show. I give it a strong four out of five stars. I enjoyed it. Very easy to sit through. Very good show. That's it for the day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry for all the technical difficulties. I'm sorry that we are putting this out so late. But tomorrow we should be back to normal. Our early release... My dog is barking in the background. Our our early release... Early in the day releases. That's what I'm trying to say. My dog kind of messed me up there. But, yeah. So, I hope everyone stays safe. Stay positive. Stay strong. I'll see you in a couple hours, I guess, tomorrow morning. This has been the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Thank you for all the support. Follow us on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod. On Instagram, at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. On TikTok, at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. And on YouTube, Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Thank you very much, y'all. Love you guys. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 